Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. Just a reminder, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, the great one, Jeff Kaplan, uh, will get you through the afternoon with everything you need to know. Uh, I count on Jeff and the whole team through the afternoon to get me home safe and get me home smart. <laughs> and those are not easy things on a lot of days. And so we appreciate Jeff Kaplan and uh, the whole crew here at KSL News Radio. Uh, definitely what you want on your drive home as you try to navigate and get things done and think about things that matter in a in a meaningful way. So Jeff Kaplan coming up here at uh, top of the hour. As we round out our day today, I really want to come full circle. Uh, you've heard me on this program before say that uh, Albert Einstein would, would often say that he wasn't that smart, but he was willing to stay with the questions longer. And I, I've kind of found myself today just wanting to stay with a question longer. And the question began, as we've reported here on this show and on other programs throughout the day here on KSL News Radio, uh, that the uh, Jewish center uh, that was defaced over the weekend, uh, that that's an issue. Yes, hate crime should absolutely be investigated as a hate crime. Uh, but to me, the, the headlines don't actually get to the heart of the story or what we should stay with a little bit longer. Uh, yes, a swastika etched in glass is hate. Uh, I love how Rabbi Avrami Zippel has uh, tweeted pictures saying, hey, we're not, we're not going to cower in fear. Uh, they're not, they're not going to cower in the corner. No, no, they got together today. Today was the beginning of a uh, festival uh, receiving uh, of the Torah and uh, focus on the Ten Commandments. I think today is uh, how that festival begins. And so, of course, they did that. But imagine having to go in to do that, a festival at your synagogue or your church or your mosque, uh, and to see something like a swastika etched in the glass as you walk in. Uh, that's a hate crime, but it's more than that. And the thing we've got to stay with is what does it mean? Is this just one crazy person? Is this one ignorant person? Is this one hateful person? Or is this a result of what we've become comfortable with when it comes to those who show contempt? And again, for me, contempt is the belief, the erroneous belief, in the worthlessness of another human being because they either think different or look different or act different or believe different than you do. And we become so comfortable in it, especially in our politics, where we can demonize and dehumanize those that we disagree with. And because of social media, uh, we can do it in anonymity if we choose. We can do it from long distance if we like. But we can do it. And while some will say, well, I would never, I would never say such a thing. I would never do such a thing. 
But how often do we go and click on that thing that somebody else wrote or that somebody else said or that video that someone else posted that is filled with hate or anger or rage or contempt for those that they disagree with or those who believe differently than they do? So the thing that I keep coming back to today, the thing that I just hope we all stay with a little longer today is this idea of what is etched in the glass. It, it just struck me as awful, as horrible as that swastika is. Uh, Rabbi Zippel was spot on. Uh, it said this is not a political symbol. This is not just a simple symbol of hate. It only means one thing, death to the Jews. That's what Rabbi Zippel told KSL-TV. And let's stay with that a little longer because we all have glass in the form of our electronic devices, our cell phones, our tablets, our iPads, our computer screens. We all have glass. And guess what? We're etching stuff on it every day. Every social media post, every response to every little thing we see on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you're on, we're all etching stuff. And ultimately what we etch will be a reflection of who we are as an individual. Think about that. The person who etched that swastika in that glass at the synagogue was really etching a reflection of himself. And so that begs the question for all of us. What am I etching on my glass and what messages am I sending out to the world and especially to those that we might disagree with? Uh, some of you may remember it was a, a popular a little bit of poetry. Uh, it was actually written back in 1934, a poem about glass, by the way, uh, by Dale Wimbro. Wrote this in 1934. Originally, it was called The Guy in the Glass. Uh, over the years, it uh, gradually became the man in the glass. Uh, today, it would probably be the person in the glass. Uh, but I'm going to read it as it was written, recognizing that uh, this applies to all of us. Men, women, children, old, young, every race, every political persuasion, every profession, we all can think through what the man in the glass really means. So here's, here's what it says. It says, when you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king for a day, just go to the mirror and look at yourself and see what that man has to say. For it isn't your father or mother or wife whose judgment upon you must pass. The person whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back from the glass. So here we are. We're back to the glass. He's the fellow to please. Never mind all the rest, for he's with you right to the end. And you've passed your most dangerous, difficult test if that person in the glass is your friend. And then I love this conclusion. You may fool the whole world down the pathway of years and get pats on the back as you pass, but your final reward will be heartache and tears if you've cheated the man in the glass. And to me, that's the question of the day. Now, we hope that they uh, catch the perpetrator uh, who etched that swastika in the glass 
at the synagogue. And, and, I hope it serves as a moment for all of us to rethink what we're putting out into the world through our glass devices, those magical screens, that instant access, that instant way to respond to anybody who may have said something you disagree with or something that might have offended you or made you frustrated or mad. It's easy to respond with contempt. It's easy to respond with rage. It's easy to respond with fear and demonization and all the politics of it all. And it doesn't matter what the issue is. Because the issue at play is not about anybody else. The issue at play is us. It's each of us. It's what are we doing? And that's what we got to remember. So while we condemn the person who etched the swastika in the synagogue glass, there's much, much more to it. And there's much more that each of us individually and all of us collectively need to think about. What are you etching in your glass? Think about it. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. The great one, Jeff Kaplan, is next. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.